Hey everybody and welcome back to another Dynamite Review and Rampage Ramp Up. I'm Carly B. Oh, nope, my computer's being weird. There it is. <laughs> I'm here with Connor tonight. Uh, always a pleasure. We're going to do review uh, last night's Dynamite um, for, oh, is that Arthur Ashe Stadium? I keep forgetting what it's called, Grand Slam. Uh, it was a great night of wrestling. It was super exciting. I thought it was it was definitely pay per view worthy on TV. It was awesome. I uh, I had a great time watching. I had to watch it a little bit later because my husband got home later, but it was well worth the wait. Um, yeah, we'll start off the night. A lot of exciting things happened. The first match was Claudio Castagnoli and Chris Jericho for the Ring of Honor uh, World Championship. Um, I thought it was a good match. You know, I think the longer I keep watching Jericho wrestle, the more it's just, it's all very predictable. I think Claudio is very predictable in my book too. And I think everybody kind of knows how I feel about Claudio, you know, um, he's interesting, I guess. I don't really get the appeal behind the big swing and, um, you know, I thought it was a good way to start the night. I, it was a little on the boring side for me, but I'm glad we got that out of the way first because there was a lot of exciting stuff coming up. Um, yeah. I was surprised, though, at the ending. I mean, overall, it, was, it wasn't a bad match by any means. Um, I thought there were some good spots and the crowd was into it, but... I mean, overall, would I give it my highest rating? No. <laughs> Um, you know, it was a good big swing that Claudio did. It was one of his better ones. Yeah. I mean, almost got like motion switch, emotion sick just watching it. Um, but I mean, the big the big upset was that Chris Jericho got the Ocho, which I his AW shop has a uh, the Ocho T shirt, which I almost want to buy because I just think it's funny. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I think I'd overall give that match. A six or a seven. It wasn't great, but it was good, and it was a good way to start the night. What do you think, Connor? Um, I thought it was a good match. I wish Claudio would have won. I was surprised. Now, I really thought he was going to win. Because now all the champions are AEW guys, except Dalton Castle and the boys. Like I, like they, like, I like, love like, Dalton Castle and the boys. Like they I literally, every week, if it were possible. Like they literally, like all the Ring of Honor champions they were, they just took the bus all off the originals and then put it on AEW guys. Which Claudio was a Norwich guy before he was WWE, but it was very shocking. I didn't, I didn't predict Jericho to win. I, don't, I didn't I don't either. Think a lot of, I don't think a lot of people expected him to win. Like the year 2022, Chris Jericho wins the Ring of Honor World Championship. <laughs> I know. It's going to help them get their TV deal. You watch. Like, just like he helped AEW get their TV deal, he's going to. I was wondering that too when he won it. Like, kind of, what is the deal with Ring of Honor? Like, they don't have a show. I I don't even know who like the Ring of Honor wrestlers are right now. All the belts are on AEW guys. It it all seems up in the air. Do Do you know what the Ring of Honor deal is? Because I don't. <laughs> they don't know what the, I should be saying because I'm not. Um, I I thought they don't know what they're doing with it. Or since Tony bought the company out, they've, they've had two shows, and that's it. Death Before Dishonor was really good. Yeah, like that was their best one. Uh, they're gonna have another one. Well, if they do like the original Ring of Honor did, they have an event in December, uh, Final Battle. Uh, they do that every year. So, but a lot of the ROH guys who were contracted have signed with Impact and 
WWE. Mm. So, and I know a lot of those ROH guys aren't going to wait around for you know Ring of Honor to start back up. Yeah, I just hope it starts back up soon because I mean I like the ROH titles being featured on AEW, but I think it'd be better to have its own show. There's such potential for Ring of Honor to be <clears throat> what NXT is to WWE, you know, to be their developmental, to really be highlighted on its own show. But I think what Tony Khan has made clear is that uh, Dark Elevation is AEW developmental, you know, so I'm not in that Ring of Honor is its own separate entity. So I don't know. I, I'll be I'll be happy to see when there's more clarification on what Ring of Honor's whole he said that there's going to be a weekly yeah. show. He said yeah. that, gonna be, but who knows when. Hopefully, like, there's an announcement by the end of this year and it starts next year, but I don't see Warner Media going to want to pick up another show mm. if they're getting the all like women reality show. I don't see them going to want to put up and pick up another one. Um, I just think maybe they should just put Dalton Castle and the boys on TV more. Would be yeah. agreeable to me. Because I love them and they're great. And it's just quality entertainment. You'll like Rampage tomorrow then. <laughs> I love Tal Castle. Uh, um, he's what on was the second night. match of the night? I forgot. Oh, that with the light. I think it was, um, was it the acclaimed and swerved in our glory? It was. Oh, my God. I got to fix my light. Oh, my gosh. This podcast is a mess for me today. I So it was the match I, I was most anticipating for the night. I was really super excited um, for the tag team match. I really, really wanted the acclaim to win. You know, they had put on such a good match at the pay-per-view before that, you know, I was really hoping they could recre recreate that magic. I think we were talking in, like, our podcast group about you know, moments that have the magic and getting that magic back. And it's kind of hard to explain sometimes what that is, you know, that you feel it in some matches. And, you know, I think anybody who's been a long-term wrestling fan can definitely pinpoint those moments that we all saw. You know, we had them as kids, and that's what got us into wrestling. And, you know, we saw it when Hangman beat Kenny. For the world title you know that was a magic moment the crowds into it you're sitting at home acting like a dork screaming on your couch and i really felt like at the pay-per-view <clears throat> when the acclaimed were fighting or wrestling fighting, <laughs> wrestling for the the championship belts that that magic was there for them to win and that tony khan should have called the audible yeah. and they lost and they were trying to get that magic back and they i think they halfway succeeded it was a great match it was an exciting match um the crowd was into it but it just wasn't quite there because we just watched it like once you got ago. something what's that it, like when like a once you got something it's hard to recreate it you especially especially make it again especially if you're trying to do it like actually do it on purpose like trying to topic you're just not gonna do it and i get it like they they came close because the acclaimed are that over right now and they're that much fun to watch and i love them um and i yeah i did yell on my couch like a dork when they won <laughs> my husband just shook his head because he loves he loves keith lee and um 
you know, I think it was sad to see them lose the belts, uh, which is, you know, but I think they'll go on to do really great things individually. At least I hope, I yeah. hope they will. Um, there's definitely that potential there. It was a great match. It was, it was fun. It was exciting. You know, I think, um, the acclaimed have really improved in their in-ring abilities. You know, they made me believe that they could take down Keith Lee the way that they did. I was able to suspend my disbelief enough in that moment. And I'm always happy when I can suspend it like that. Um, it just, we saw it once. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. it just didn't quite sparkle with the magic the way that I wanted it to. Um, but I was still, I'm still psyched. I'm psyched they have, they have the belts. Um, they're homegrown talent. They're young talent. They're fun. They're entertaining. I want the black and pink shirt um, that I can't find anywhere. There's people wearing the front row wearing it. I don't know where it is. If you know where it is, let me know. It's not on Pro Wrestling Tees. It's not on the AEW shop yet. The black and pink one, just with the letters. We all know. I know they sell like event exclusive stuff, like some shirts you can only buy at the events. It's very just one of them. Yeah, I don't know. If everybody has one, they want to sell me, I will buy it. Let me know in the comments. All of our so many viewers. <laughs> Overall, I'd give the match an 8 out of 10. It was a good match. Would you uh, give it Yeah, comments? I thought it was a... Uh, I thought the match was a really... Uh, can you hear me? I can't. My, I don't know. I can't hear much today, but I think it's like my... I don't know. Everything's falling apart on my end. Um... I thought the match was a really good match. Um, it was definitely one of the best matches of the night. Um, yeah. But it, it, it didn't top the match at the pay-per-view, but uh, it still was a good match. Um, I was actually pulling for Keith Lee and Swerve to win this because I, oh. I don't want the Acclaim's title reign to be short because whoever FTR, like whenever they get their title shot, they're going to win. Oh, you know it. And, and you know they're coming for it. <laughs> Like, there's always someone that can put that off, not, not giving them a title shot, being number one in the rankings for three months, no title shot. There's only someone that can avoid that. But maybe they're not going to change that full gear. But um, I don't know. We saw the first inklings of it after, in that promo afterwards with the, yeah. uh, the ass boys there. Yeah, some told me they're going to do that to avoid them not going for the titles. And that's stupid, in my opinion. But they I'm glad. But yeah, like they're like they can only avoid them not going for titles for so long that I don't see how long they're gonna have to they're gonna be able to avoid that because they're eventually gonna have to get a title shot. But I am glad the acclaimed one. Uh, and, and, and these two weren't a tag team when they first got to AEW. Tony Khan put these guys together himself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm glad to see them win them because uh, like this year they've really really got over with the crowd. They're. Uh, Probably very big merchandise sellers, I would imagine. Um, oh, yeah. I think for sure now. But yeah, I was glad to see him win. I, I would have given the match uh, 8 out of 10. Yeah, it was great. Not as good as the last one if he took the match just by itself. It was great. Yeah. Oh, what happened next? Is that When did we have the MJF promo? Because that was money. That was... Um, Should have been the next... I think it was the next segment after tag match. Yeah, MJF. That that one line. Pure gold. He, he told, I don't know how to say this without laughing. He told Wheeler you to. Oh, uh, it's hard to, to do it that straight face. He said, 
I'll go talk to your pal Willie and learn how to pop pills. <laughs> God, some of the shit he says, I swear. And then he said, he said, well, you can't ask advice from Moxley because he's not all there. Like meeting to his, you know, alcohol. Oh, it's just so, he's such a jerk. But man, the crowd was chanting MJ. I mean, he used to get booed so bad. And now the crowd, he really, I read, I read something. It was like something from an interview I think MJF did about, somebody asked him like what he did with his time after, yeah. you know, he was done after the, the, what I can't remember which even pay-per-view that was, but you know when he took his break and he's like, I took my, you know, girlfriend to Greece for a couple of weeks. And then he came back and he sat in his house for three yeah. months. I heard about that. He just sat and there. He just sat there. He worked out in his house. He wasn't coming out. He, if people weren't going to pay, if there was my light again, if, if people were going to pay for MJF, then nobody was going to see him. They weren't going to get MJF and he stuck to it. And man, did he, if he didn't make everybody, every single one of us realize his worth, I'll be yeah. damned. You know, he is one of the best and he's so young and just damn. Willie uh, <laughs> Yuna's all, already kind of awkward <laughs> when he talks. And he just made him, yeah. Poor Wheelie. Poor Wheelsy. I love MJF's nicknames for everybody. It just. Yeah. He, uh, a lot of people on Twitter is trying to get him canceled, but saying that he's a boy. He's been a boy since he got to AEW. Like that's nothing new. But have you met MJF? <laughs> I've seen him up close, and he made he he made fun of my uncle in a wheelchair. So yeah, no, but there was like <laughs> I saw something on like one of the signings he was doing. He had like a sign up that was like no fatties, no blah blah blah, yeah. like this whole list. I'm like, oh god, like. I read this. Uh, I watched this like, That's terrible, but I just wouldn't go into his line. I just wouldn't go there. <laughs> I would. I went. I watched this documentary one time, and he says that the reason he acts the way he does is that's the way he was treated in school. So he treats people how he was treated. That's so sad. It, like this, this documentary was years ago, and he's grown a lot since that. But I have teenage kids. I have kids in both high school and middle school, and it's like so accurate those kids like kids are terrible um oh but geez yeah uh and then well we'll get to the the main event um where we see mjf again but what was the um did we have the women's match next uh pack and orange cassidy oh yeah that was such a good match I, I, that i just it slipped my mind it was everything it was a good night of wrestling i knew pack and orange cassidy would be a good match um they're both just quick and you know high flying speedy wrestlers with you know really flashy moves that I really enjoyed watching them. Orange Cassidy had that great this one great moment where like Pac was going up to the top rope and he just like stuck yeah. his legs up in the air and I was like, ah, you sassy bastard. <laughs> that was a good one. Their match at a Revolution 2020 was very, very good. Uh like that was Orange Cassidy's very first real singles match when they when he first got to aw and that, that match was a very good match and i don't know which one's better probably the probably the one in 2020 but this one but this match was a very very good match and pack did cheat to win but pack's not a face he did, right with the ring it was like the hammer the hammer to the bell yeah 
but he's not a face. He's not a heel. He's a bastard, you know. Uh, so, but I'm glad that he he retained the title because I hope uh, Ethan Page wins it in Canada. Then that because they're fixing to be in Canada and he's from Canada. So, I love Ethan Page. I would because uh, even that Stokely guy said that Ethan Page wanted the challenge for the All Atlantic Championship. Well, they're fixing to be in Canada, so I thought that would be a good place for him to win it. How I feel about that whole weird faction they have. Like the only person I like in that group is Ethan Page. Like he's I like the, Ethan, I, I, I like Lee I like Ethan Page a lot. I think he's hilarious. Yeah. I love when he just starts screaming at everything. It's great. It's money. Um I don't know how I feel about Morrissey. I still can't separate Big Cass and Enzo in my head from just that that's how it should be. I, I know there was a bunch of drama about all that stuff back in the day, but in my mind, it's still just bada boom, wheels, guys in the room. That's all I can mm-hmm. hear in my head. So when he comes out, nothing happens. My brain doesn't compute. I don't know. He's yeah. <laughs> every time he comes out, I'm like, he's seven foot tall. My husband says, you can't teach that. Like, it just, that's just what it is in my head. I don't know. It's stuck there forever. So, like uh, when the uh, AW world title was vacant, because obvious stuff that happened. Uh, the All Atlantic Championship became my favorite title now. Like, I like how Pac's going to like all these different countries. Well, they put him on dark, but he goes to all these different countries and he defends the belt. That's cool. But of course, he's not going to lose. But all those matches are good matches. He's, uh, of course, all out. Then he defends it in New York. He, I'm pretty sure he'll defend it in Canada because it's fixed to be there in a few weeks. Oh yeah, that'd so, be cool. That'd be cool. I love, I love Ethan Page. I think he should, yeah. if, if he's going to go for it, he should win it in Canada. And Sean Spears is going to be back when they go to Canada. I was so. just saying, where's Sean Spears? I watched, I remember when they all came out for like um, Stokely's weird long speech thing. I was like, with MJF, I'm like, where the fuck is Sean Spears? Like, what? He said that he was going to be there in Canada when they come. Like, so. how is he not here for this? He was like MJF's main guy. And. Now yeah. he's hanging out with the ass boys. Like, I don't know. I was like, what? That's, um, yeah. But I would give that match a 9 out of 10. Yeah, I would too. It was definitely one of the better matches of the night. Um, we had the girls match. The girls match was good. It was Athena, Tony Storm, Deep. Love Deep. Um, and... Is that it? Oh, Britt Baker. The um, it was a good match. Yeah, I'm I'm glad they're using uh, Tony Storm like every week. Like she's been on Dynamite every week. Like they've consistently used her. They've, in my opinion, she's the best woman signing they've ever made. Well, until someone debuted on this show, but so far, like I feel like she's the big, she's the big, she's the best signing of this year. She's put on a lot of good matches. And even at the Forbidden Door, her and Thunder Rosa was the only women's match, and they talked a lot of the men's matches that night. Um, I like Tony I'm Storm. Really, you know, I I really, I, I'm always, I'm going to be diehard Britt Baker forever. I know she's not like the best wrestler out of the women. I just think she has, there's just something to be said for skills on the mic. You know, Jade Cargill has it. Britt Baker has it. Um, 
And like Thunder Rosa ain't got it, you know, and that's kind of it was very lackluster. And, and also the way that she was being used it, it those two things combined made for a really kind of like eh, championship. And also Tony's got the interim, which I an interim. I'm just ready for Thunder Rosa. I hope Thunder Rosa is ready for full gear and Tony can just win it there. Yeah, but, but I also deserves... don't think Tony's like the most dyna dynamic. She's not the most dynamic champion you know she's she'll go out and wrestle she wrestles good matches but like what else beyond that you know like i don't hear her talk a lot i don't feel like the chemistry and like feuds like even her and thunder rosa's whole like you know are they fighting or are they friends it didn't have it didn't yeah. have a lot of sauce you know what i mean it felt like dry I, spaghetti i just feel like she's their best sign because she can actually wrestle and that's what Ada's gonna call And Athena is great on the mic. Athena like is a, one of the best wrestlers in, in the women's division, in my opinion. I'm just glad they signed someone like Tony Storm who can actually wrestle because they signed so many unexperienced women like Jade, Red Velvet, Kira Hogan, Marina yeah. Severe. Eventually, oh, you sign, yeah, eventually, eventually, you have to assign some experienced women. And I think Tony Storm will be better as the actual champion, not interim. Which she should be the actual champion. But hopefully she wins it at full gear when she's the actual champion. I'm already bored interim, with interim. her championship title reign. Who? I'm already bored with it. Her Tony Storm? Yeah. Well, because interim. It's already boring and she hasn't even officially won it yet. Then they're going to officially put it on her. And I'm gonna be even more bored. Yeah. I don't know. I like I like her. She's a great wrestler. She's good. Yeah. But where's the story? Where's my where's my where's my soap opera with it? You know, that's why that's why I watch wrestling. You get the story. She can and the wrestling. From her mean, NXT UK, she could definitely cut a promo, but she hasn't really get, been given the opportunity to cut a promo really in AEW. That's a big fault in the women's division, is that they're not given the time to develop these stories. Or to cut these promos, you know, Britt Baker does good ones, and so does Jade. But like, where is the story development? And that can't be the women's fault. You know what I mean? So, I think. Uh, well, oh, my story. I need the Tony's drama. From, yeah, Tony's from won this match, and um, she did. So I, she did, and it was a good win. It was a good win. There were some good moves, and Athena when she had both the girls and flipped them over and then poor Britt Baker's face just I watched it and I didn't before I even knew she was bleeding I was like oh god her nose like her face is so we definitely saw her bleeding after that but yeah so Tony Storm won and then well, uh, Soraya or you may know her as Paige she officially debuted in AEW she she threw fans off because she was in it because she posted a picture she was in the UK yesterday and she was actually in New York and and like she even said that she had no plans to go to AEW. I, I like how that. I like how they're able to look with a straight face and say they're not going. But I feel like uh, I don't think she would have signed with AEW unless she was guaranteed a good run and. And I, and I think she'll be a very great coach for the women's division. I think she'd be better than uh, Kenny Omega in the women's division because she's, in, in my opinion, she started the women's revolution in NXT. But she was like the one that got them away from the, that diva era, I think. 
I feel like she was one that that got them away from that. Um, I hope she burned it. I just want to see Soraya and Jamie Hayter. I don't care if it's a match. Oh my god, how good would that be? Because she looks like uh, Jamie Hayter looks like the uh, the actor who played Paige in the movie. Uh, oh yeah, Florence Pugh. Jamie who Hayter looks like her. Yeah, no, I I had read like I kept telling my husband, I'm like. She said she wasn't, and she had no plans. I'm like, she had no plans to go to AEW, and I was shocked. And I, I wasn't expecting any big debuts. I know that they weren't really bringing anybody on. It was nothing that I heard in the rumors. You know, usually we get some inkling of something along the way. So it was, it was a really solid surprise. We we're just due for a good surprise, and it was exciting. That was awesome. So I'm like what's gonna happen now which is exciting for the women's division and um maybe we'll get i'll get the story i'm looking for coming up <laughs> right now they have the opportunity to do that because the way they set it up at the end they have a chance to actually tell a story because uh yeah i'm glad that tony smith's been wrestling every week and not you know wrestle one week and then she's out seeing for a few weeks like how thunder rosa was that was so um, unfair to her but uh I think Tony Storm can make a better champion than anyone they've had. I think uh, so. But th they just need to. Uh, I mean, she well, she's been on a lot of matches with Penelope Ford, Thunder Rosa. Uh, who else? I'm forgetting a few people. The, oh, the both the two Fatal Four matches all out mm. and last night. Um, she's never been really given the opportunity to even be on the mic, really. Plus a few backstage and that promos. was the same thing for Thunder Rosa, so it's unfair to say, you know, like, it's really like the women, like the women rarely get a chance to like have a promo in the ring, you know. So like very backstage. It, I haven't seen a promo in the ring since, um, like when Britt Baker would come out and do hers. Yeah. Hopefully you know, I'll... they'll let this Stokely sit out there and talk to us for ten solid minutes about. I didn't even know what happened after that promo. I didn't know what he was going on about. Why do I have to hear about the ass boys and, and Lee Moriarty? You know, when they have a whole women's division with two belts that we don't hear shit about. Stokely made that whole thing like it was a cult. Like the way he was talking and the way he was like that was a cult. I really <laughs> like that's more of a cult. My husband, I'm like, what is this? What is happening? But I think uh Soraya but you can't will, give Tony Storm a mic in the ring for three minutes. I think uh, Soraya is going to guarantee. I think uh, I don't think she would sign with AEW unless she was guaranteed uh, the women's division would go in a different direction. I don't think she would have signed. Yeah, because it needs it needs some direction. She's a, period. <laughs> she's a very good coach, very good wrestler. Um, yeah, I'm, just, I'm I'm really glad she's in AEW because that shocked everyone. I didn't. Uh, like I said, there's no rumors, no anything. Didn't see it coming, and that's good because I like it that way because you don't know. Like you have an actual reaction, like not being spoiled by all oh, this person's been seen here, and I yeah. love it. I like rumors as much as the next person because I like to open up presents early. I'm that kind of person, yeah. but like when you get a good surprise, oh man, that's great. Yeah. What was our, our final? That was right before uh, the main event, yeah. Which was Mox versus Danielson. Yep. Yeah. How much was uh, 
exactly like what I thought a Max Mox versus Danielson match would look like. Very uh, hard-hitting match. Um, back and forth match. I didn't know who was going to win there because Danielson kept on kicking out over and over after Paradigm shift. First he par Paradigm shift him, then he kicked out again. Then he Paradigm shift him on the, um, what did I call him? The, um, you know what, the ramp thing they had? Oh, yeah. That thing looked hard. I, you know, nobody used to kick out of the Paradigm shift, and now they do all the time, and I hate he it. Did he did twice. He had I the, hate the it. He had to put Danielson to sleep to win. And I like that they had Danielson. Um, he fought his heart out on that. On that he match. did. I'm glad. Um, I believe he, he will win the title. I, I, I hope he beats MJF for it. Or, well, actually, I hope Wardlow beats MJF for it. Since Wardlow, well, since MJF stole his moment at Double or Nothing, he should beat him for the title. Um, I but, think so. I think... But, uh, I think I think Danielson's looking. Some of these guys are looking older, and I'm just like, man, we gotta we gotta give it to the young guys, you know. We got Wardlow, we got MJF. It's time to. Although I, you know, when it came to the match itself, like I would have been happy either way. I really thought Danielson was gonna win, and I I thought it would have been well deserved, and um, I would have been happy about it, you know. Um, I would have been mad either way. You know, I went into it, me and my husband were sitting there like, yeah, you know, I'm not mad. I'm not mad no matter who wins. Um, I thought it'd been nice though for, for Danielson to win just because, you know, he's been doing some hard work, <laughs> hard work for the yeah. company and, um, you know, it did, as well as Mox. So either way, it, it was, it was a good match and I was going to be happy with the, the outcome anyway, because we know, you know, whoever wins is going to fight. Yeah. I'm kind of glad Danielson didn't win it because he'd have just lost it, just like I don't that. want to say that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I don't want to see him lose to MJF. Yeah, just like that. Um, no, but I think Danielson will win it at least once. Like he'll win it. Um, but that was a good match. I honestly have to give it a ten out of ten because I didn't know who was going to win. Because when uh, Moxley Paradigm shipped him on the uh, the ramp, they broke it when, like you see, when they cracked it. Yeah, like, he did that. Rolled him back into the ring and still didn't get the pin. And um, like MJ, like I thought someone was gonna come out because uh, like when they kept showing MJF on the screen and stuff, like he was talking to someone on the phone. So I didn't know if that was Sean Spears or someone was fixing to call someone or what. Now you knew that match. It was a Blackpool Combat Club match. It was gonna go one hundred percent clean. And I think. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the way MJF would have wanted it too, you know, like, cause you know, he's going to go dirty in his match no matter what happens. But, um, the, the highlights for it, you know, where, where MJF's facial expressions throughout the thing, I thought that was pretty yeah. seamless coming, cutting back to him throughout the match. Um, it was a good match. It was a great match. You know, I'd also give it a 10 out of 10. It was exactly what I expected. Um, you know, going in, not knowing who the, not even being able to guess who the clear winner was going to be. And then all the way up until the very end, you know, I was like, holy shit, that's it. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Um, and it was exactly what I wanted, would have wanted from a main event for the world title. And it's undisputed 100%. Um, I feel relieved. CM Punk is yeah. gone. <laughs> there was a, there's a sense of relief. 
And it, it's sad that, that the Young Bucks and Kenny aren't there, you know, and I think that's kind of where yeah. I'm at with the end of this whole wrapping up of the situation. Yeah. Uh, I'm tired of talking about that, the Young Bucks. And, because there's, there's, yeah. also, there's also, we don't even know about it. That's probably never going to come to the lot of day. And uh, I think it's better that way. I think, yeah. um, you know, we have short memories in the wrestling world, you know, and also long ones too. I think it's easy to move on week from week. You know, we'll forget what happened a month ago, but, and keep going with the stories, but also remember what happened 10 years ago. Um, so it's nice. It's nice to move on and feel that sense of relief and now have some closure on who has the, the who is the world champ. Um, yeah. It'll be nice when we don't have an interim, interim women's champ, but for right now, you know, having that settled after this tournament and, um, Seeing Mox as the world champ, poor Renee probably wants to go on vacation. <laughs> I bet if he, uh, he's probably gonna lose it at full gear MJF, then he probably takes his vacation after full gear. I bet, yeah, that'll be good for them. I'll be glad, <laughs> but Mox deserves it. He's uh, truly the ace of AEW, and it's nice to see it come to a resolution. And just the in the in the way that it did, you know, it was just clean match. Great competition, excellent ending uh, in front of twenty thousand fans. Like you couldn't have asked for a better match. Yeah, it was. Um, this tournament was definitely one of the best of the year. Um, it was a pay per view, man. Like I would have been yeah. happy if you showed me, if I paid fifty bucks for that. Yeah, it was definitely. I wish I'd do a pay per view there, like an actual pay per view. So yeah. It looked cool. The lights coming in, like shots from down by the ring, like it was just like visually a really great arena. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a very good event. Then we got a lot. Well, it's not live rampage, but a two-hour rampage. Two rampage hours. Grand Slam. Like that, have like eight or nine matches on that thing. I know. They were say they were like, oh, Excalibur was going through them. I'm like, what the hell? It's a lot of matches. Then I remember it was two hours, um, and I don't remember any of them except for what was the one I was really looking forward to. Um, no, I don't remember. You have to tell me all of them. I know uh, Ray Phoenix and Jungle Boy, which is dumb now. Uh, there is the Battle Royal, uh, Hook and Action Bronson versus. Yes. <laughs> Who were they going against? Uh, 2.0 cool and luke uh wait oh i can't remember no, exactly luke uh cool and angelo parker and daddy magic matt menard versus action bronson and hook i can't tell you how excited i am for this i tell everybody action bronson is a rapper but he has this great show on hulu it's about food it's called fuck that's delicious mm. go watch it it's amazing he's hilarious he does Hook's music. I can't believe this all came together. I'm so excited. I feel like I'm the only one. I hope everybody else gets excited too because it's going to be awesome. Uh, that awesome. Chris got Jade versus Diamante. Jade's going to win who, that in like two who's minutes. Who's Diamante? Uh, she. Um, Explain to me like, like 20, I'm five. She, uh, her and uh, Eva Weiss won the Women's Tag Team Cup like in 2020 or something. Uh, in what promotion? AEW. Oh. Uh, but that was, she's not really done anything, really. She's not even won any matches to really get a title shot, but it is what it is. It's probably going to be a two minute match, anyways. I mean, um, uh, Wardlow and Samoa Joe teaming up 
Who against Tony Nese and Josh Woods? It's really Morjo. Yeah, it's really weird seeing them team up, and hopefully that we get a match between these two for a TNT title. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. I was just thinking that, like, where are we going with the TNT title right now? I hope it. Well, he might have been injured in the match. I hope that's not true, though. Mm. They don't need an interim TNT. I don't want to see that. Um, don't put that in the universe. Don't put that out there. Oh, uh, Sammy Guevara and Eddie Kingston. Oh, Sting and Darby versus two of the Buddy Matthews and Brody King. That's right. Um, I can't think of any more. That's a lot of matches right there. I guess that's a lot of them. matches. <laughs> I think it'll be a good night of wrestling. Yeah, I'm glad it's a two hour rampage. Now, I'm not sure if I'm going to be on tomorrow because I'm getting my wisdom teeth cut out. Ooh. And, or like one of them. Uh, I got two different points to get one pulled out, then another appointment. So I don't know how I'm going to be feeling tomorrow, but I think Aiden will be taking over tomorrow just in case. So. I will try my best to be on. Fridays are always a little iffy for me. I do try to be here. I do am trying to be here every week for the review. I have I don't uh, got a lot of health issues going on right now, which has definitely kept me from the podcast, which sucks. I'm looking at a couple of surgeries in the future. So, you know, it's kind of what's been going on with me to all the people out there. Um, but I am doing my best to come and join you guys because I love doing this podcast, especially with Connor. Wait, oh, there you are. Especially with mm -hmm. Connor, who is my good friend. So we will hopefully be here tomorrow. I don't know what you got. I don't know what you got for rumors, Connor. Oh uh, yeah, I, like I was just about to say that I don't can't think of anything of rumor wise. That's good. <laughs> it's a good I'll thing guess, when we don't I'll have guess, rumors. I guess what could be rumor is uh someone AW might or CM Punk or AW might buy out his contract and he's not coming back. I don't know. I guess that's a rumor. I don't know. Um, he's injured anyway, so yeah. He'll be out for seven to nine months, anyways, so it doesn't really matter. So, there's not really a rumor, besides that. I don't have anything for rumors right now. Yeah. I got tickets to go to a live rampage at Mohegan Sun. That's not really a rumor, but I'm excited. Yeah. Did you get tickets to go for something recently? I went to uh, like All Out previously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, Grand Slam has been exciting, and we should. I almost yeah. think we should review the Rampage just because it was so fun. But maybe we could do that on Monday. Yeah, that would be good. Two hours and there's a lot of matches. Yeah, that be good. I wish it was a normal thing, two hours every week. Me too. I just see the card like that good. We could be getting that every week. I know it would make it more worth it for the fans to go to the live rampages. And I think you could um, do more stuff with the women's division and develop some more stories and, you know, all that fun stuff. So yeah. I don't know. That would be really cool if they did, especially since they're doing live more live rampages now. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of live rampages here coming soon. I know I got, that's the one I'm going to where like it's a live rampage. So I don't know. Hopefully it's really good. Like this one. We'll see. Yeah. Well, Connor, that's all I got for today. Yeah, that's that sounds about everything. Um, <laughs> Thank you for joining me as always. And we'll see you guys back next week. Uh, like and subscribe on YouTube. Find us on Twitter. Thank you to our like 
two people who watch us on Twitch. We appreciate you. Um, and thank you to everybody who comments uh, on our stream tonight. We actually, we do read them like immediately after, even though we don't read them on the air. We do. I swear we read them all. So um, we'll see you guys back tomorrow night for Rampage. Probably not me and Connor, but somebody will be here. Bye.